greatest weapon of all. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. It's time we started twice. Pain isn't something we thought. All we can ever do for our heroes is remember them. And they gave up two lives. The one they were living in and the one they would have lived. They gave up everything for our country, for us. They pray for freedom and justice. Some veterans not getting the timely care that they need. Less than 1% of Americans serving in uniform. Good news is, is that in recent years, we've made historic investments to boost the VA budget. What is it? Why should we care? We should care about press freedom because... Because we were informed. In democratic societies, free, diverse, and pluralist media enable public debates and are essential checks You don't look status. Let's discuss. Uh, hey guys, uh, welcome to Vet, 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 Vet Podcast, a new episode, uh, Vertigo and Dizziness. Um, so many veterans suffer from different ear conditions later in life, like vertigo, dizziness, and tinnitus. And as a result, these conditions can affect the way uh, they work on and live. And service members are exposed to innumerable loud noises, which can cause permanent, permanent uh, ear damage and disability. So today episode is about that. So wh- what is that? What is it, vertigo? So vertigo, an individual with vertigo will experience a sense of spinning, dizziness. They may feel like the room or surrounding environment is spinning around them in circles, or they may feel like their head is spinning. So a lot of people kind of look at you like you're kind of staggering like a drunk. The sensation can start and stop suddenly without warning. It usually lasts between 20 minutes and several hours. While many people use the term vertigo to describe the fear of heights, this isn't necessarily right. Vertigo can occur when someone looks down from a great height, but it often refers to any spell of dizziness that happens due to an issue in the inner ear of the brain. Its connection with heights is sort of a chicken and egg question. If you feel dizzy when you're up high, then of course you hate heights. The medical aspects of vertigo have nothing to do with heights though. So what symptoms occur alongside vertigo? So as mentioned, vertigo is a symptom of many conditions, but is common with ear issues. It can cause other symptoms too. Uh, These may include balance issues, feeling lightheaded, a sense of motion sickness, nausea, vomiting, ringing in the ear, which is tinnitus, a feeling of fullness in the ear, Meijeneer's disease, almost like swimmer's ear kind of, migraines, and Nysagamus and Nysagamus where the eyes move uncontrollably usually from side to side. Many people who experience vertigo also suffer chronic dizziness and both conditions result from the same family of disorders known as uh, vestibular disorders. Vestibular disorders are named after the vestibular system of or the area of the brain and inner ear that regulate eye motion and balance. Vertigo can occur when there is a problem with the inner ear, brain, or sensory nerve pathway. Dizziness, such as vertigo, can occur at any age, but is most common in people aged 65 years old or over. Vertigo can be temporary or long-term, so especially for my older vets, my World War II guys, Korean War, maybe some of you older Vietnam vets, a lot of you guys have severe hearing loss simply because of what you did in service and now that you're older. So if you have these secondary issues like dizziness and things like that, 
look into it because there's potential there. So let's uh, dive deeper into conditions that cause uh, vertigo. As mentioned, uh, vertigo is often a result of inner ear infections or diseases. So ear conditions that can lead to uh, vertigo include Mijonaires disease. Uh, Mijonaires is a disorder of the inner ear that can result in vertigo and hearing loss. In many cases, Mijonaires disease only affects one ear. Symptoms include reoccurring experience of vertigo, hearing loss that may come and go, particularly early on, ringing in the ear, the feeling of fullness in the ear, the feeling of pressure in the affected area. Unfortunately, there's no cure for Mijonaires disease. However, there are several treatments that can help reduce the severity and the frequency of vertigo. You can get a VA disability for Mijonaires as its own condition, but it can be complicated to diagnose, especially if you're trying to have in-service records for something like this. It may be easier to get a VA rating for vertigo all by itself. So either way, it works. You know, almost like mental health conditions, they can call what they want. But if you have those secondary issues, go for it. Uh, perforated eardrum. A perforated or ruptured eardrum is a small hole or multiple tears in the delicate tissue that separates your ear canal from your middle inner ear, the eardrum. A perforated eardrum can lead to hearing loss and can make your middle ear uh, susceptible to infections. While this problem usually heals within a couple of weeks without treatment, sometimes a patch or surgical repair is necessary to heal it. Symptoms of the disorder include ear pain that, cause, that can subside quickly, mucus-like uh, pus-filled or bloody drainage from the ear, hearing loss, ringing in the ear, vertigo, nausea, vomiting. Perforated eardrums can result from mid middle ear infections, loud noises or blasts, severe head trauma, and much more. And so it's almost like you tore your drum, drum head. Now you got a little funny thing going on. Another one is benign uh, proximal positional vertigo or BPPV is one of the most frequent causes of vertigo. BPPV causes quick episodes of mild to intense dizziness in individuals. This condition usually triggered by certain changes in the position of your head. This might happen when you tip your head up or down, when you lay down or when you turn over or sit up in bed. It usually occurs when calcium builds up in the inner ear canals leading to sudden, sudden dizziness. Symptoms of this disorder include dizziness, vertigo, a loss of balance, nausea, and vomiting. Uh, the other one is uh, vestibular neuritis. Vestibular neuritis is a condition that affects the nerve of the inner ear called the vestibular cochlear nerve. When this nerve becomes inflamed, it affects the way information would usually be understood by the brain. So almost like a short in your car stereo. Symptoms of this disorder include sudden and severe vertigo, dizziness, difficulty balancing, nausea, vomiting, and difficulty concentrating. So what are the VA ratings for vertigo? The Department of Veterans Affairs considers its disability ratings for disability benefits on many of the vertigo problems based on the severity of the symptoms. That means that the VA disability rating for vertigo will usually offer a higher rating for more severe symptoms. So at one, it's about getting diagnosed. Two, the other main thing is shown the severity of these conditions. 
So one of um, the diagnoses uh, reads as a peripheral vestibular disorder, uh, diagnostic code 6204. Uh, peripheral vestibular disorders affect the ear's ability to understand proper body balance. To be eligible for VA benefits from these conditions, there must be a diagnosis made by a health professional. A feeling of being off balance isn't enough for rating purposes. If there's hearing loss or liquid oozing from the ears, this can be considered a as a plus in some kind of ways. You know, you don't necessarily want it, but if you got it, get paid for it. The VA rates are as follows. Dizziness, that includes sporadic staggering when walking, 30%. Occasional dizziness, 10%. So it's important to note the objective findings supporting the diagnosis of vestibular disequilibrium feeling off balance are required before a compensationable evaluation can be assigned under this diagnostic code. This means that it's not enough for a veteran to simply report that they feel dizzy or off balance. Instead, there must be a firm medical evidence showing a confirmation of such symptomology. Uh, another one is the Mesionaires disease is a condition of the inner ear that affects both hearing and balance in the individual. To claim VA benefits from Mesionaires disease, it must be diagnosed. Symptoms include episodes of vertigo, hearing loss, tinnitus, and dizziness. All three of these symptoms can be rated separately under hearing loss, tinnitus, and per peripheral vestibular disorders or shared under the Mesionaires disease as follows. Hearing loss with dizziness less than once per month, 30%. Hearing loss with dizziness and staggering that arises to one to four times a month, 60. Hearing loss with dizziness and staggering that arises more than once per week with or without tinnitus, 100%. So. It might be worth looking into, special for your older guys that might have really bad hearing loss. What is a duty MOS noise uh, exposure listing? In September 2010, VA published the duty MOS noise exposure listing. This is a list for the VA rating staff to use to decide whether ver veterans' vertigo, hearing loss, tinnitus, or ear conditions could be linked to their time spent in service if developed more than a year after work. The document lists every military occupational specialty, the MOS, and values it depending on the likelihood of that MOS being subjected to noise that could lead to long-term hearing issues. If the rating is high, then the rating staff will grant service connection with little or no other evidence required. If the MOS has a moderate probability, additional evidence of noise exposure may be required. For example, you may have sporadically worked near loud engines or something similar. For an MOS with low probability of noise exposure, it's crucial to provide enough evidence that proves you experience regular exposure to high level of noise. It is important to note that this list was created as a guide for rating officials to follow when making decision is not now no longer officially published by the VA. However, despite this, it is still the standard used by rating staff when determining the hearing loss and the air condition claims based on MOS noise exposure. And a lot of you guys that served in the military could say that just because of your job doesn't mean you're not around loud noises. So it's a nice guide, but you don't want them looking at it like it's a Bible. Yeah, that's true. So what are the principles that apply? When applying for VA benefits for vertigo and hearing conditions, certain principles do apply. 
special monthly compensation. If your hearing impairment is very severe, you may meet the criteria for VA special monthly compensation. VA pyramiding, a single condition can only be rated by the VA once, but if another condition exists that is in addition to vertigo or an ear condition and it isn't, isn't caused by it, then it can be rated too. So you can't necessarily stack things, but you could claim secondary issues. Probative value, the most info wins. If two exams record the diagnosis differently, the exam featuring the most comprehensive data and is performed by the most qualified specialist in that sector will be the exam the rating is based on. At the CNP exam for vertigo, a tie goes to the veteran. If there are two exams that seem to be equally as strong as the other with conflicting information or if the condition can be equally valued under two different codes, then the one that offers the highest rating will be used. Every conflict should be settled in favor of the higher rating and in favor of the veteran when there's budding issues. So make sure you build your records up. Accurate measurements. It's crucial that the required information used to rate a condition is recorded by the health professional during the exam. Using the information we've given you, you should understand what needs to be measured and recorded and ensure that this happens efficiently for a correct rating, especially when you're going for those higher ratings. Mm -hmm. Uh, hospital or convalescent rating. Some conditions require hospitalization or constant medical care. Any condition that requires this care is rated 100% during this exhaustive treatment. Once the treatment ends, the 100% rating will be used for a certain period. This period is three months unless another length, such as six months or one year, is stipulated in the condition ratings. Some patients require more time to recover than others, so the health professional or rating authorities can lengthen this period if necessary as long as you have the evidence to show it. And so, like, how do I establish that service connection to vertigo? To be eligible for VA disability benefits for vertigo and air conditions, you first must prove that your issues are a result of your time in the military. For direct service connection, you must prove three elements. A current diagnosis of an ear or vertigo condition, an in-service situation or event that may have caused, the, caused or contributed to the issue, and a medical opinion clearly linking the in-service situation or event to your ear or vertigo condition. Once you're diagnosed with vertigo or an ear condition, you have the ability to file for a VA disability claim. But make sure you tie these things together. Treat it like you're going to court. A service member who's worked in, in an MOS that placed them near loud engines or machinery on duty and combat experiences or firing weapons can relate ear issues and vertigo to military service as a veteran. This is even if these conditions arise many years after the exposure. Vertigo and ear conditions may also be secondary issues to other service-related conditions, so be sure to check with your doctor or healthcare provider for a medical opinion, then file a disability claim for your medical conditions. Keep building your records up until it's hard to say no. Yeah. And um, as always, do you have a book, a great movie, or stuff uh, to do you would recommend? Yeah, so I'm almost done with this one. It's called uh, Alchemy of the Dark Art and Curious Science of Creating Magic and Brands, Business, and Life. So it's really about marketing a lot. But it's by Roy uh, Sutherland. Rory Sutherland and pretty fun book it's a very interesting way of looking at things around your world 
And a quote or words of wisdom of the day. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. Said by Thomas Paine. Uh, that's it, folks. Thank you for listening. Until next time, over and out. Yeah, thank you.